You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. The Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. North Korea, officially the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, otherwise known as the DPRK, is a country in East Asia, in the northern part of the Korean Peninsula. Pyongyang is both the nation's capital as well as its largest city. To the north and northwest, the country is bordered by China and by Russia along the Amnok and Tumen rivers. The country is bordered to the south by South Korea with the heavily fortified Korean Demilitarized Zone, or DMZ, separating the two. Following the Japanese surrender at the end of World War II in 1945, Korea was divided into two zones along the 38th parallel by the United States and the Soviet Union. With the North occupied by the Soviets and the South by the Americans, negotiations on reunification failed and in 1948, two separate governments were formed. The Communist Democratic People's Republic of Korea in the North and the Republic of Korea in the South. An invasion initiated by North Korea led to the Korean War, which lasted from 1950 to 1953. The Korean Armistice Agreement brought about a ceasefire and no actual peace treaty was ever signed. North Korea officially describes itself as a self-reliant socialist state and formally holds elections. Critics regard it as a totalitarian dictatorship. Various outlets have called it Stalinist, particularly noting the elaborate cult of personality around Kim Il-sung and his family. International organizations have assessed human rights violations in North Korea 
as belonging to a category of their own, with no parallel in the contemporary world. The Workers' Party of Korea, the WPK, led by a member of the ruling family, holds power in the state and leads the democratic front for the reunification of the fatherland, of which all political officers are required to be members. Over time, North Korea has gradually distanced itself from the world communist movement. Juche, an ideological of national self-reliance, was introduced into the Constitution as a creative application of Marxism-Leninism in 1972. The means of production are owned by the state through state-run enterprises and collectivized farms. Most services such as healthcare, education, housing, and food production are subsidized or state-funded. From 1994 to 1998, North Korea suffered from a famine that resulted in the deaths of between a quarter to three and a half million people, and the country continues to struggle with food productions. North Korea follows Song Sogun, or military first policy. It is the country with the highest number of military and paramilitary personnel with a total of 9,500,000 active, reserve, and paramilitary personnel. Its active duty army of 1.2 million is the fourth largest in the world after China, the US, and India. It possesses nuclear weapons. North Korea is an atheist state with no official religion and where public religion is discouraged. The Japanese occupation from 1910 to 1945 put Korea under the Japanese rule. After the First Sino-Japanese War and the Russo-Japanese War, Korea was occupied by Japan from 1910 to 1945. Japan tried to suppress Korean traditions and culture and ran the economy primarily for its own benefit. Korean resistance groups known as Dongin-Pingan or Liberation Army operated along the Sino-Korean borders, fighting guerrilla warfare against Japanese forces. Some of them took part in allied actions in China and parts of Southeast Asia. One of the guerrilla leaders was the communist Kim Il-sung, who later became the leader of North Korea. Then came the Soviet occupation and the division of Korea in 1945 through 1950. At the end of World War II in 1945, the Korean Peninsula was divided into two zones along the 38th parallel, with the northern half of the peninsula occupied by the Soviet Union and the southern half by the United States. Initial hopes for a unified independent Korea evaporated as the politics of Cold War resulted in the establishment of two separate states 
with diametrically opposed political, economic, and social systems. Soviet General Terenty Shatykov recommended the establishment of the Soviet Civil Authority on October 1945 and supported Kim Il-sung as chairman of the Provincial People's Committee for North Korea, established in February 1946. During the Provincial Government, Shaikhtakov's chief accomplishment was a sweeping land reform program that broke North Korea's stratified class system. Landlords and Japanese collaborators fled to the south where there was no land reform and sporadic unrest. Shaitikov nationalized key industries and led the Soviet delegation to talks on the future of Korea in Moscow and Seoul. In September 1946, South Korean citizens had risen up against the Allied military government. In April 1948, an uprising of the Jeju Islanders was violently crushed. The South declared its statehood in May 1948, and two months later the ardent anti-communist Singaman Rhee became its ruler. The Democratic People's Republic of Korea was established in the North on September 9, 1948. Shaitikov served as the first Soviet ambassador while Kim Il-sung became premier. Soviet forces withdrew from the North in 1948 and most American forces withdrew from the South in 1949. Ambassador Shaitikov suspected Rhee was planning to invade the North and was sympathetic to Kim's goal of Korean unification under socialism. The two successfully lobbied Joseph Stalin to support a short blitzkrieg of the South, which culminated in the outbreak of the Korean War. The Korean War lasted from 1950 to 1953. The military of North Korea invaded the South on June 25, 1950, and swiftly overran most of the country. A United Nations force led by the United States intervened to defend the South and rapidly advanced into North Korea. As they neared the border with China, Chinese forces intervened on behalf of the North Koreans, shifting the balance of the war yet again. Fighting ended on July 27, 1953, with an armistice that approximately restored the original boundaries between North and South Korea. More than one million civilians and soldiers were killed in the war. As a result of the war, almost every substantial building in North Korea was destroyed. Some have referred to the conflict as a civil war with other factors involved. The Korean War was the first armed confrontation of the Cold War and set the standard for many later conflicts. It is often viewed as an example of the proxy war where the two superpowers would fight in another country, forcing the people in that country to suffer most of the destruction and death involved in war between such large nations. 
the superpowers avoided descending into an all-out war against one another, as well as the mutual use of nuclear weapons. It expanded the Cold War, which to that point had been mostly concerned with Europe. The heavily guarded demilitarization zone, or the DMZ, still divides the peninsula, and an anti-communist and anti-North Korean sentiment remains in South Korea. Since the war, the United States has maintained a strong military presence in the South, which is depicted by the North Korean government as an imperialist occupation force. The relative peace between the South and the North following the armistice was interrupted by border skirmishes, celebrity abductions, and assass assassination attempts. The North failed in several assassination attempts on South Korean leaders, such as in 1968 and 1974, and the Rangoon bombing in 1983. Tunnels were found under the DMZ and war nearly broke out over the axe murder incident at Pumanjam in 1976. For almost two decades after the war, the two states did not seek to negotiate with one another. In 1971, secret high-level contacts began to be conducted, culminating in the 1972 July 4th North-South Joint Statement that established principles of working toward peaceful reunification. The talks ultimately failed because in 1973, South Korea declared its preference that the two Koreas should seek separate memberships in international organizations. During the 1956 August faction incident, Kim Il-sung successfully resisted efforts by the Soviet Union and China to depose of him in favor of Soviet Koreans or the pro-Chinese Yanin faction. The last Chinese troops withdrew from the country in October 1958, which is the consensus as the latest date when North Korea became effectively independent. Some scholars believe that the 1956 August incident demonstrated independence. North Korea remained closely aligned to China and the Soviet Union, and the Sino-Soviet split allowed Kim to play the powers off each other. North Korea sought to become a leader of the non-aligned movement and emphasized the ideology of Juche to distinguish it from both the Soviet Union and China. Recovery from the war was quick. By 1957, industrial productions reached 1949 levels. In 1959, realizations and relations with Japan had improved somewhat, and North Korea began allowing the repatriation of Japanese citizens into the country. In the same year, North Korea reevaluated the North Korean won, which held greater value than the South Korean counterpart. Until the 1960s, economic growth was higher than in South Korea, 
and North Korea GDP per capita was equal to that of its southern neighbors as late as 1976. In the early 1970s, China began normalizing its relations with the West, particularly the U.S., and reevaluating its relations with North Korea. The diplomatic problems culminated in 1976 with the death of Mao Zedong. In response, Kim Il-sung began severing ties with China and re-emphasizing national and economic self-reliance enshrined in his Juche idea, which promoted producing everything from within the country. By the 1980s, the economy had begun to stagnate, started its long decline in 1987, and almost completely collapsed after the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991, when all Russian aid was suddenly halted. The North Koreans began re-establishing trade relations with China, China shortly thereafter, but the Chinese could not afford to provide enough food aid to meet demand. In 1992, as Kim Il-sung's health began deteriorating, Kim Il slowly began taking over various state tasks. Kim Jong-il, his son, slowly began taking over various state tasks. Kim Il-sung died of a heart attack in 1994 in the midst of a standoff with the United States over North Korean nuclear weapon development. Kim declared a three-year period of national mourning before officially announcing his position as the new leader. North Korean efforts to build nuclear weapons were halted by the agreed framework negotiations with U.S. President Bill Clinton. Kim Jong-il, the son, instituted a policy called Sogun, or military first. There is much speculation about this policy being used as a strategy to strengthen the military while discouraging coup attempts. Restrictions on travel were tightened and the state security apparatus was strengthened. Flooding in the mid-1990s exacerbated the economic crisis. Severely damaging crops and infrastructure and led to widespread famine, which the government provided proved incapable of curtailing. In 1996, the government accepted UN food aid. Since the outbreak of the famine, the government has reluctantly tolerated illegal black markets while officially maintaining a state socialist economy. Corruption flourished and disillusionment with the regime spread across the nation. In the late 1990s, North Korea began making attempts at normalization relations with the West and continuously renegotiating disarmament deals with the U.S. officials in exchange for economic aid. At the same time, building on Nordpolitik, South Korea began to encourage and engage with the North as part of its sunshine policy. The 
The international environment changed with the election of U.S. President George W. Bush in 2001. His administration rejected South Korea's sunshine policy and the agreed framework. The U.S. government treated North Korea as a rogue state, while North Korea redoubled its efforts to acquire nuclear weapons to avoid the fate of Iraq. On October 9, 2006, North Korea announced that it conducted its first nuclear weapons test. In August 2009, former President Bill Clinton of the United States met with Kim Jong-il to secure the release of two American journalists who had been sentenced for entering the country illegally. U.S. President Barack Obama's position towards North Korea had been to resist making deals with North Korea for the sake of defusing tension, a policy known as strategic patience. Tensions with South Korea and the United States increased in 2010 with the sinking of the South Korean warship Cheonan and North Korea's shelling of Yeonyangpang Island. On December 17, 2011, the Supreme Leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-il, died from a heart attack. His youngest son, Kim Jong-un, was announced as his successor. Over the following years, North Korea continued to develop its nuclear arsenal, despite international condemnation. Notable nuclear tests were performed in 2013 and 2016. Now let's switch gears a little bit. The geography of North Korea. North Korea occupies the northern portion of the Korean Peninsula, lying between latitudes 37 degrees and 43 degrees north, and longitudes 124 degrees and 131 degrees east. It covers an area of 120,000 square kilometers, or 46,000 square miles. North Korea shares land borders with China and Russia to the north, and borders South Korea along the Korean DMZ zone. To its west are the Yellow Sea and the Korean Bay, and to its east lies Japan across the Sea of Japan or as they like to call it, the East Sea of Korea. Early European visitors to Korea remarked that the country resembled a sea in a heavy gale because of the many successive mountain ranges that crisscrossed the peninsula. Some percent of North Korea is composed of mountains and uplands separated by deep and narrow valleys. All of the Korean Peninsula's mountains with elevations of 6,600 feet or more are located in North Korea. The highest point in North Korea is Paekutu Mountain, a volcanic mountain with an elevation of 9,000 feet above sea level. Other prominent ranges are the Hamgyong Range in the extreme northeast and the Rangrim Mountains which are located in the north-central part of North Korea. 
Mount Kumgang in the Tabak Range, which extends into South Korea, is famous for its scenic beauty. The coastal plains are wide in the west and discontinuous in the east. A great majority of the population lives in the plains and lowlands. According to the United Nations Environmental Program report in 2003, forest covers over 70% of the country, mostly on steep slopes. The longest river is the Amnok River, which flows for 491 miles. North Korea experiences a combination of continental climate and oceanic climate, but most of the country experiences a humid continental climate within the Koppen climate classification scheme. Winters bring clear weather interspersed with snowstorms as a result of northern and northwestern winds that blow from Siberia. Summer tends to be by far the hottest, most humid and rainiest time of the year because of the southern and southeastern monsoon winds that carry moist air from the Pacific Ocean. Approximately 60% of all precipitation occurs from June to September. Spring and autumn are transitional seasons between summer and winter. The daily average high and low temperatures for Paigongyang are 27 degrees and 9 degrees Fahrenheit in January and 84 degrees and 68 degrees Fahrenheit in August. North Korea functions as a highly centralized one-party republic. According to its 2009 constitution, it is a self-described revolutionary and socialist state guided in its activities by the Juche idea and the Sogun idea. The Workers' Party of Korea, the WPK, has an estimated 3 million members and dominates every aspect of North Korean politics. It has two satellite organizations, the Korean Social Democratic Party and the Chandois Changu Party, which participate in the WPK-led Democratic Front for the Reunification of the Fatherland. Another highly influential structure is the Independent National Defense Commission, or the NDC. Kim Jong-un of the Kim family heads all major governing structures. He is the first secretary of the WPK, first chairman of the NDC, and supreme commander of the Korean People's Army. Kim Il-sung, the grandfather who died in 1994, is the country's eternal president, while Kim Jong-il his son, and Soon's father, was announced eternal general secretary after his death in 2011. The unicameral Supreme People's Assembly, or SPA, 
is the highest organ of state authority and holds the legislative power. Its 687 members are elected every five years by universal suffrage. Supreme People's Assembly Sessions are convened by the SPA Presidium, whose president, whose president King Yong Nam, since 1998, represents the state in relations with foreign countries. Deputies formally elect the president, the vice president, and members of the presidium and take part in the constitutionally appointed activities of the legislature, pass laws, establish domestic and foreign policies, appoint members of the cabinet, review and approve the state economic plans, and other things. The SBA itself cannot initiate any legislation independently of party or state organs. It is unknown whether it has ever been criticized or amended bills placed before it, and the elections are based around a single list of WPK-approved candidates who stand without opposition. Executive power is vested in the cabinet of North Korea, which is headed by Premier Pak Pongju. The premier represents the government and functions independently. His authority extends over two vice premiers, 30 ministers, two cabinet commission chairmen, the cabinet chief secretary, the president of the central bank, the director of the Central Bureau of Statistics, and the president of the Academy of Science. A 31st ministry, the Ministry of People's Armed Forces, is under the jurisdiction of the National Defense Commission. Now let's talk a little about the political ide ideology of North Korea, specifically the Juche ideology, which is the cornerstone of the party works and government operations. Juche is viewed by the official North Korean line as an embodiment of Kim Il-sung's wisdom, an expression of his leadership and an idea which provides a complete answer to any question that arises in the struggle for national liberalization. Juche was pronounced in December 1955 in order to emphasize a Korean-centered revolution. Its core tenets are economic self-efficiency, military self-reliance, and an independent foreign policy. The roots of Juche were made up of complex mixture of factors, including the cult of personality centered on Kim Il-sung, the conflict with the pro-Soviet and pro-Chinese dissenters, and Korea's centuries-long struggle for independence. It was initially promoted as a creative application of Marxism-Leninism but in the mid-1970s, it was described by state propaganda as the only scientific thought and most effective revolutionary theoretical structure that leads to the future of the communist society. 
Juche eventually replaced Marx and Leninists entirely by the 1980s. And in 1992, references of the latter were omitted from the Constitution. The 2009 Constitution dropped references to communism but retained references to socialism. Juche's concept of self-reliance have evolved with time and circumstances but still provide the groundwork for the Spartan austerity, sacrifice, and discipline demanded by the party. Some foreign observers have described North Korea's political system as a absolute monarchy or a hereditary dictatorship. Other view its ideology as a racialist-focused nationalism similar to that of the Shoan Japan, bearing a resemblance to European fascism or sui generis. One of the most incredible things about the North Korean government is this cult of personality. What is exactly a cult of personality? The North Korean cult of personality surrounding its ruling family, the Kim family, has existed in North Korea for decades and can be found in many examples of North Korean culture. Although not officially recognized by the North Korean government, many defectors and even Western visitors claim there are often stiff penalties for those who criticize or who do not show proper respect for the regime. The personality cult began soon after Kim Il-sung took power in 1948 and was greatly expanded after his death in 1994. While other countries have had cults of personality to various degrees, such as Joseph Stalin in the Soviet Union, the sheer pervasiveness and the extreme nature of North Korea's personality cult surpasses that of Stalin or Mao Zedong. It is incredibly intense. The cult is also marked by the intensity of the people's feelings for their, and devotion to their leaders and the key role played by the Confucianized ideology of familism, both in maintaining the cult and thereby sustaining the regime itself. The cult of personality surrounding the Kim family requires total loyalty and subjugation to the Kim family and establishes the country as a one-man dictatorship through successive generations. The 1972 Constitution of the DPRK incorporates the ideas of Kim Il-sung as the only guiding principle of the state and his activities as the only cultural heritage of the people. The cult of personality, particularly around Kim Il-sung, 
has been crucial for legitimizing the family's hereditary succession. The prestige of the Suryong, or the supreme leader, has been given the highest priority over everything else in North Korea. Kim Il-sung developed the political ideology of the Juche idea, generally understood as self-reliance, and further developed it between the 50s and the 1970s. Juche became the main guide of all forms of thought, education, culture, and life throughout the nation. Until Kim Jong-il introduced the Sogun, or the military first policy, which augments the Juche philosophy and has a great impact on national economic policies. At the fourth party conference held in April of 2012, Kim Jong-un further defined Juche as the comprehensive thoughts of his grandfather, Kim Il-sung, developed and deepened by his father, Kim Jong-il, therefore terming it as Kilisungism, and that it was the only guiding idea of the party and the nation. North Korean authorities have co-opted portions of Christianity and Buddhism and adapted them to their own uses, while greatly restricting all religions in general as they are seen as a threat to the regime. An example of this can be seen in the description of Kim Il-sung as a god and Kim, Jing, Kim Jong-il as the son of God or son of the nation, evoking a father-son imagery of Christianity. According to some, during the first part of Kim Il-sung's rule, the state destroyed over 2,000 Buddhist temples and Christian churches, which might detract from fidelity to Kim. There is even widespread belief that Kim Il-sung created the world and that Kim Jong-il controls the weather. Korean society traditionally Confucianism places a strong emphasis on the paternal hierarchy and loyalty. The Kims have taken these deeply held traditions and removed their spiritual component, replacing them with the loyalty to the state and the ruling family in order to control the population. Despite the suppression of traditional religions, however, some have described Juche sociologically as the religion of the entire population of North Korea. According to a 2013 report, the two major North Korean news publications, Radong Sinmun and the Korean Central News Agency, published around 300 articles per month relating to the cult of Kim. The report goes further and suggests that with the death of Kim Jong-il, the average North Korean citizen is growing weary of the vast amounts of propaganda surrounding the Kims. 
Others have published that the younger generation is more interested in the outside world and the government is finding it difficult to secure the loyalty of the Zhang Mangdang or the marketplace generation and promoting the idolization of Kim Jong-un. Of course, the DPRK government claims there is no cult of personality, but rather a genuine hero worship. It all started with Kim Il-sung. The personality cult surrounding Kim Il-sung is by far the most widespread among the people. There is, while there is genuine affection for Kim Il-sung, it has been manipulated by government for political purposes. The cult for Kim Il-sung had its beginnings as early as 1949 with the appearance of the first statues of him. The veneration of Kim Il-sung came into full effect following a mass purge in 1953. In 1967, Kim Jong-il, his son, was appointed to the State Propaganda and Information Department where he began to focus his energy on developing the veneration of his father. It was around this time that the title Suryang, or Great Leader or Supreme Leader, came into habitual use. However, Kim Il-sung had been calling himself Great Leader as early as 1949. A person by the name of Wang Yang Yap, who is the highest level North Korean defector, has noted that the country is completely ruled by the sole ideology of the great leader. He further said that during the de-Stalinization period in the USSR, when the Stalin's personality cut was criticized in 1956, some North Korean students studying in the Soviet Union also began to criticize Kim Il-sung's growing personality cult, and when they returned home, they were subject to intensive interrogation that lasted for months. And those found the least bit suspicious were killed in secret. According to official biographies, Kim Il-sung came from a long lineage of leaders and official North Korean modern history focuses on his life and activities. He is credited with almost single-handedly defeating the Japanese at the end of the occupation of Korea, ignoring the Soviet and American efforts, and with rebuilding the nation after the Korean War. Over the course of his life, he was granted many titles of esteem such as Son, Great Chairman, Heavenly Leader, and others, as well as awards like the Double Hero Gold Medal. Yeah, that's a real thing. These titles and awards were often self-given, and the practice would be reported by his son. The Korean Central News Agency, which was the official government news agency, continually reported on the titles and perceived affection granted to Kim Il-sung by world leaders including Mao Zedong of China, Fidel Castro of Cuba, 
and others. All major publications, newspapers, textbooks, etc., were to include words of instructions from Kim Il-sung. Additionally, his name must be written as a single word in one line. It may not be split into two parts if there was a page break or if the line of text runs out of room. North Korean children were taught in school that they were fed, clothed, and nurtured in all aspects by the grace of the chairman. The larger elementary schools in the country have a room set aside for lectures that deal specifically with Kim Il-sung. These rooms are known as the Kim Il-sung Research Institute. These rooms are well taken care of, are built of high quality materials, and have a model, model of his birthplace in Mangyongda, Kayok. The size of the images of him which adorn public buildings are regulated to be proportioned to the size of the buildings on which they hang. His place of birth has also become a place of pilgrimage. One North Korean wrote of his childhood, to my childish eyes and to those of all my friends, Kim Il-sung and Kim Jong-il were perfect beings, untarnished by any base human faction. I was convinced, as we all were, that they were gods. In his memoir, Kim Il-sung tells an anecdote involving his father and grandfather that gives the rationale for the sanitized presentation of North Korean leaders to their followers. The memoir says that as a young pupil, Kim Il-sung's father was often sent to fetch wine for one of his teachers, who drank frequently until one day, his father saw the drunken teacher fall face first into a ditch. This led to a confrontation in which the young pupil shamed the embarrassed teacher into giving wine up altogether. Kim Il-sung's grandfather draws the moral of the story my grandfather's opinion was this. If pupils peep into their teacher's private lives frequently, they lose their awe of him. The teacher must give his pupils the firm belief that the teacher doesn't even eat. Only then can he maintain the authority at school so that a teacher should set up a screen and live behind it. Others have noted that the magnitude of adulation often borders on fanaticism. His photograph is displayed ahead of the national flag and the national anthem. The song of Marshal Kim Il-sung is played ahead of the national anthem. The best institutions of higher learning is named after him. The highest party school is also named after him. There are songs, poems, essays, stories, and even a flower named after him. The Kilimasugia is an orchid named after Kim Il-sung by Indonesian former president Sukarno. It was named after him in 1965 
during a visit to the Bogar Botanical Gardens. According to a 2005 speech by Kim Jong-il, Sukaragu and the Dargan Gardens director wanted to name the flower after Kim Il-sung. Kim Il-sung declined, yet Sukarno insisted, saying, No, you have rendered enormous services to mankind, so you deserve a high honor. And that is how Kim Jong-il has a flower named after him. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.